listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Two chains and champagne, you want true, that's true enough. Forbes list light air, yeah, my office, my tour bus. She came through, she brought food, she got fucked, she knew what's up. She think I'm the realest out and I say, damn, that make two of us. All that look like, what's the name? Chances are, it's what's the name. Chances are, if she was acting up, then I fucked her once and never fucked again. She could have a Grammy, I still treat her ass like a nominee. Just need to know what that pussy like. So one time it's fine with me, young ass a uh, intern. But money like I built the shit. Streets talking, they'll confirm. Go ask them they just kill who just killed the shit. Stay keeping my cup full, so I'm extra charged like a state tax. Me and Chains go way back. We don't talk shit, we just state facts. Yes, Lord. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Test Podcast, your host Rod and Karen. Yeah, I say fuck you less on with you. If I take you out of the picture, I know real niggas won't miss you. No lie, no lie, no lie, yeah, yeah. No lie, no lie, no lie, yeah, yeah. Real niggas say word. He ain't never told no lie. He ain't never told no lie. Real niggas say true. He ain't never told no lie. He ain't never told no lie. That's the thing I don't do. He ain't never told no lie. He ain't never told no lie. Uh anyway. Hey, we are live on a Wednesday, closing out the week. Uh so you never know on these wednesdays how we feeling but came in everybody's feeling great yes so we said let's do this damn show let's do it take a break from watching queer eye and playing uh <laughs> yes uh, as divine hearts um and do some podcasting you can find us on itunes stitcher podomatic search the blackout tips leave us five star reviews the official weapon of the show is the taser and you uh know that the official unofficial sport and bullet ball extreme and today's podcast is sponsored okay it's brought to you by a nice sexy little sponsor that we like to call adamandeve.com um adam and eve is trying to hook you up guys mm-hmm. okay they're trying to get it popping um matter of fact let me find some music to help them get it popping come on um oh cool uh spotify wants to take its time yeah uh-huh. <laughs> well, you need to take your time too okay don't rush nice and slow okay it's not a, it's not a race guys mm-hmm. uh you can get free uh, free stuff guys from adamandeve.com okay they're trying to hook you up with free stuff at spotify size uh, it's, it's not gonna load so <laughs> you can get free stuff to spice up your bedroom okay it's time to go in the cabinet all the way in the back and get them spices that you don't always put on your stuff mm-hmm. that's what adam and eve is trying to help you do and they want to help you do it with a bunch of free stuff you can get any one item just about from their website for half off all you gotta do is put in code tbgwt at the offer code checkout uh at the offer code box in the checkout but that's not all guys Mm-mm. in addition to that they also want to give you 10 tantalizing free gifts okay um and by 10 tantalizing free gifts i mean 10 okay i'm talking you get a special gift for her a special item for him and a third item that you both will enjoy and i say mix and matches those shits don't let nobody tell you what to do not even adam and eve and then they give you six free spicy movies and free shipping 
so how do you get all this free shit go to adamandeve.com put in code tbgwt in the offer code box when you check out and you'll get half off you'll get free shipping you'll get three free gifts you'll get six free spicy movies i mean come on guys it really does write itself so yeah go to adamandeve.com and yeah they'll they'll take care of it play me out acapella nothing all right (laughs) (laughs) uh before we get started karen has some random thoughts you do too so you want, i do too you want to go one and one and you want me to go and then you go um have you whatever you prefer what do you prefer no we're going one and one all right i'm going first you going first oh you go first okay i was thinking about this yesterday night technically we're all time travelers but we can only move forward in the future one second at a time ain't that the truth boom karen sorry to blow y'all's minds <laughs> well uh it's just not really a random style this is the statement mm-hmm. uh i was going to work and i was crossing the bridge and uh 77 is up underneath the bridge and it is backed up mm-hmm. and all of a sudden i seen somebody standing on the bridge i was like why why he on the bridge and he was standing on the bridge with a big ass american flag and his coffee cup just standing there oh because it's not 11 ah uh, okay i was confused and yes he was white oh yeah yeah of course he was i was confused i was like that's weird um uh, why you stand out here and all this traffic flying around you because i was i was thinking if you make a wrong move somebody gonna be flying across this bridge and they gonna hit you and i'm not saying that 9-11 was a white thing because it's not there were black people that died in those terrorist attacks but also like white people love 9-11 yes they do like everything i had on tv today they was had to stop and be like 9-11 i'm like this shit i'm watching ain't got nothing to do with 9-11 like they just it's like all right before we get into antonio brown's rape uh accusation uh let's just take a time out to say we here at fantasy focus we really support the first responders 9-11 i'm like what does this have to do with what is this like y'all gonna start having 9-11 sales we're deck we're really mm-hmm. close to yeah we're about to have the 9-11 mattress sales like yeah. the president sales like they're gonna make it to the point to where it's almost like one of them holidays everybody go oh, okay because i know a lot of people died and yeah. i know that it impacted our country across you know the world i have family members that were um impacted by it but i personally think it's funny how this right here is something they want you to remember other shit happened and they want you to forget right if we're gonna remember let's remember every goddamn thing um p- the palins got divorced we talked about it yesterday in white people news and i was reading somewhere they're 55 years old like they getting divorced and i i remember when i was younger i used to be like damn getting divorced at 55 you might as well just stick that one out player <laughs> you are you almost made it and now that i'm 41 almost i'm like oh no 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 you gotta get a divorce that's a long time to be unhappy for the rest of your life however long that is if you only live to 60 or if you live at the 90 years old that's a long ass unhappy ass time if you only live one more year that's a long time to be unhappy you know so i like 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 chris rock said life is long if you make a lot of mistakes so <laughs> it really is i was like yeah I i have completely changed on that uh your turn uh i as y'all know i've been sharing about me reading harry potter and the thing is 
every time they describe a fucking meal it's it's like a week's worth of calories in one meal everything is fried covered in gravy all kinds of rocks and dots and 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 frying and shit like it is like a lot of food and rice and pork and everything is just floating around them i was like um do they have like a magic spare for these kids fucking waistlines because everybody should be huge because there should be no way that like every fucking meal is like a thousand calories and like nobody is like super obese and like overweight like just nobody this doesn't make sense um i'm not reading that book so i don't know about all that stuff i just saw the movies um that one dude was kind of big the one that was a teacher i mean i mean but you should have more people going to the um uh the doctor's office with hypertension and all these other oh. problems because you know everything is like so saturated and mm. fried and like because in the book they go in deep detail like describing the food and so they were like deep fried this and smothered covered this and and this mm. dipped in gravy with this and i'm like Ooh, that i don't know what that is but that sounds like that's a lot of calories and maybe because i'm old and when you get old you begin to think about blood pressure and shit like that you're hard and you're trying to be around forever but a lot of people's telling me i guess running from 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 magical creatures and shit like that must keep you fit uh and then the last thing i had for my random thoughts was that um uh i, I was on netflix and uh you know it suggests new new series based on things you've uh already been watching or whatever mm-hmm. and it was like would you like to watch serial killer because i watch a lot of documentaries and i almost clicked on it but then i had to stop myself because it said serial killer and the rest of the title is with pierce morgan and i just audibly let out a nah in my house by myself like nobody else is in here i i said it like like somebody had tried to trick me like <laughs> you doing one of my numbers you in the serial killers i'm like yeah i am in the serial killer lot true crime stuff with pierce morgan nah nah why would you try to trick me like that lead with that <laughs> right pierce morgan serial killers you know what that means if you think about the logic of that sentence guys i am more disgusted by pierce morgan than i am by serial killers i was gonna watch serial killers once you told me it had something to do with pierce morgan i was like this is disgusting who would want to watch <laughs> something so terrible and egregious he got offended this is just now this has just become distasteful um anything else yeah i got two more things uh, uh my next one is that uh uh, when you turn 40, you, well, most, well, most people do know this, but I, you know, I, I, this is the process of me getting older, so y'all gonna go through the journey with me. When you turn 40, you get a mammogram. I've never had a mammogram in my life. I am actually scared, cause all I hear is that they flatten your titties out. Like, I, I, I don't know what to expect. I don't know what I'm doing. So, <laughs> I was supposed to get it in April, but I just forgot about it, and I lost the paper. So they contacted me, and they gave me, uh the information uh that i needed so i called the the, the person because they said because they tell you where well, you could do it online mm-hmm. so uh i did it online but they didn't have all the information so i had to call them this morning because they was like well, we need your birth date and some other information so i uh gave them that information and so she was asking me like all these questions and things like that which 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 was fine but then we get to the end and she was like um do you want uh your mammogram in 2d or 3d i'm saying um i i I don't i I don't know 
I like, do you know better? You know better than me. You know, I, I, I don't know. So she was like, well, since this is your first time, I get your record. And I said, okay. And before we got off the phone, she said, she said some shit. And I, I, I look like, what? She was like, yeah, uh, we have to tell everybody this. You can't wear no deodorant. And I was like, bitch, what? I didn't say that to her, but I was saying to myself, what you mean? We can't wear no deodorant. She was like, I'm assuming it must affect the test uh because you know i guess when they clamp down they're gonna nip your armpits and shit and i was thinking oh so y'all gonna smell funk along with smashing titties i don't get it but okay i guess yeah they probably do it for everybody so they probably used to it um so i I just didn't know that's what i was just walking into so i was like no deodorant i don't understand this foolishness all right what what else was the last one oh the last one is about you um roger roger has been cooking but roger's been cooking me lunch for work and y'all i'm not gonna lie uh for the past few days sometimes when i go outside i've been kind of you know being a little bit more sociable and you know going you know talking to co-workers and stuff so it's this one lady i sat with her once so i sat with her today we were sitting and and talking and things like that and i'm not gonna lie y'all I am the bitch that brags about a husband because I was like, yes, my <laughs> husband cooked this meal and it's absolutely delicious. <laughs> they was like, oh, that's good. I was like, girl, yes, it is wonderful. It looks delicious. My husband can cook. I was like, yes, we've been doing Blue Apron and I am that bitch. I'd be like, oh, you know, I don't say it, but I'd be like, oh, yeah, mm, you don't got a home cooked meal. Mm. <laughs> Well, i became that person at my job i uh i'm glad that you uh are enjoying the meals and i'm um, also glad to hear that you're talking to your co-workers and stuff yeah know? yeah i started to get outside the the box because you know because i'm i'm trying to get adjusted i didn't know what to expect and i'm gonna tell you truth be told <clears throat> when you're at a job that doesn't appreciate you i'm, I'm a, that's the best way to put it where you don't feel like they appreciate you you get into bad habits that are actually not healthy you become, you know, sometimes antisocial. And so when you go in a new environment, you don't know what to expect. So you bring those old habits with you because you're like, well, I don't want no problems. I don't want no issues. I don't no, hold no, nobody be crazy up in this bitch. And so far, I haven't really had any problems or anything like that because I literally keep to myself. If we got a, a smaller team, I talk to people in my team. I keep my head down. I grind on my breaks. I walk by myself. I jog around a bit. One day it rained. I took my umbrella and I just walked around a bit because it's really, really good exercise and you know some of the other people are like i see you walking around the building i was like yep it's good exercise you know uh because i i don't know i just don't want no trouble so i just really just keep to myself and so like i told i think i told on show yeah the other day i was sitting and one of my coworkers was like hey you know because uh, two of the umbrellas are broke and one of them is works you know and it's been really hot and so she was in the shade so i went over and i sat with her we talked and stuff like that i was like oh this ain't that bad and so she was out there today so i sat down and i started uh talking to her and stuff like that and uh i realized that you know we started talking and other people came out you know because i've seen people i don't i still don't know people's names but i've seen people they know me and stuff like that and so um it's not as bad as i thought and the people are like very 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 friendly but i was real kind of shut offish 
because i was like nope don't want no problems don't, i just want to do my job and go home <laughs> you know but i understand that the old job i almost beat that into me and i really don't have to be like that here but i kind of it's almost like it's almost like you prepare for the worst because you don't know what to expect um but i am glad i am most sociable and things like that but yeah i i have been bragging about your cooking it has been absolutely delicious i don't know what you cooked today but it was some shrimp with some rice and that shit was was excellent it was uh fiesta shrimp risotto Mm mm-hmm it Um, was good it was that was a challenging one because i didn't go strictly by the instructions i decided to do the risotto at the same time as i did everything else and you know risotto's uh it's different ways of making it this the, i had never done this one done it this way before but um and it actually was a, it actually sped the process of up a little bit so it took about 20 minutes to make but uh you boil the water first you boil like two cups of water no four cups of water mm-hmm. and then you pour pour it in there with the 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 risotto the rice and then you stir until the water evaporates basically and then you pour a half a cup in and you just do that for like 20 minutes oh that way it slowly slokes soaks but uh but normally they the other recipes had me poured in while the water was cold and And it takes longer it took a lot longer Mm -hmm. it took like 30 to 40 minutes sometimes depending on all the other stuff you got to do but it turned out really good and uh really did the cheese and stuff but hey you know what this isn't a little smacking good so uh i'll be talking about that i'm sure on a little smacking good but i'm glad that you're enjoying it i'm also you know i mean i appreciate the bragging and stuff but i'm also just glad to hear that you um are talking to your co-workers and stuff because yeah because i'm not talking to nobody you was it was like you was taking the last job out on the new job yes. and you know i like i know i understand people that are that have listened to the podcast or you know exist outside of our marriage like they they have their and then of course they have their own lives and their own decisions and you know they feel how they feel about stuff but i know you so there's certain stuff that i'm like that's for other people but that's not your that's not you Mm -hmm. and if i you know i just want you to be healthy and happy and and i know that you know coming to work every day and putting up a shield of not talking to people and shit while that works for some people that's not your that's not your demeanor at all you know i was talking about you at the basketball court with my uh, boy trail Mm -hmm. the the other day and i was talking about how you know every time we go out to eat or something you know i because i I was like i'm an introvert i'm i'm good i can put in half i'll go to a restaurant with my headphones in and sometimes i even just don't go out to eat or i pick uh restaurants with when i'm by myself with with no waiters so i can just get my own food sit at the table read a book and just chill you know um i go shopping uh sometimes i go to the automated like auto, you know the little one where you scan everything yourself mm-hmm. if i'm by myself because i gotta put my headphones in now i have to talk to people but i was like yeah every time i go to a restaurant people know us because they know you and then right. they come over and talk and stuff and i'm like you know i just i i said for me personally i wouldn't have talked to those people if it wasn't for you because i would have just you know mm. the waiter the waiter comes over starts talking about some bullshit or the manager wants to talk about comic books like you're right out the blue I'm like, I'm like man i'm reading my comic book now you disturbing that you know but <laughs> uh so i was like you know you have to be yourself and being at work and kind of putting restrictions on yourself especially when stuff that doesn't ultimately make you happy that's not gonna get you anywhere in the long term so i'm glad you know i know it's a new experience but i'm glad you're 
kind of relaxing around these people a little bit because you know there's nothing there's they're gonna love you anyway but there's nothing to be um afraid of this isn't your last job this is not an abusive restrictive workplace they seem right. to treat people really well that you know what they, and they, they, they pay they really do. well and you know they they just aren't sticklers about a lot of the stuff that your old job was so you don't don't start with that energy right and i had to get accustomed to that like i said it's like going from a a bad relationship to a good relationship you're like oh my god this is how you're supposed to be treated and like and and it's tough to kind of get out of those old habits and you know it's one of the things where they're flexible nice friendly kind we joke and laugh a lot and you know even the smaller group like we work hard but we joke and we laugh a lot it's not that that tense 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 feeling you know (coughs) and you need to give them a chance to if they're gonna be fucked up give them a chance to be fucked up Uh, it's like taking out the last relationship on the new nigga like right what's the point of that like now because now it's like you're there you're making yourself unhappy preparing for them to be unhappy and then now everybody's just looking at you like a weirdo like (laughs) like what's wrong with you like we treat her nice everybody's invited and then eventually it does become an environment where people are like well i guess fuck you because you said fuck all of us first and you know as much as people are grown-ass people how work and shit all that social interaction it's just like high school you know you kind of fall into the line where where you are and so if you're coming from a toxic environment into a a one that's a lot more uh productive and a lot more uh supportive you don't want to burn that you know right right no. away <laughs> and, and and the thing is i do things not in a bad way but because i'm so used to certain things being so rigid and structured a lot of times i'll just do things out of habit and and it's hilarious because like the the boss had asked us to do something and she was like you know after you do this you know send me email of this and i was the only one i sent her the email she was like carol was the only one to send me email and i made a joke i was like i was like i, I was like i'm sorry y'all I'm, I'm i'm not trying to outshine nobody i was just following instructions and everybody started laughing at me yeah well i love to hear it um all right let's get into the rest of the show that was all the random thoughts right yes what was the one before that the random thought you had about the mammogram oh yeah i was gonna say um the the mammogram thing everybody in the chat was saying that it's it's pretty it's pretty much just you feel some pressure it's it's over fast um and um if you have dense breasts you might want to do the 3d instead of the 2d so okay well i know you got some pretty you know some pretty dense breasts over there okay i I, I don't know if i'm dense or not Mm, they thick okay (laughs) know what i'm talking about uh but nah uh that i mean that's the thing you get older that's the thing i always do look like whenever i get nervous about something like that is just remember everybody's going through it right and and once you know because i do get anxiety about doctor's appointments and a bunch of shit like but um i just try to remember like everyone goes through this it's gonna be okay i'm a competent individual i'm smart you know um and you just do it like that and especially with doctor stuff it's always better to know than to not know right and and like i said i think for me this is one of the first times where i'm really into my head because you no know, normally stuff like this don't bother me but i was like oh, okay 
this is something brand spanking new i've never experienced this before so when i called a lady i really didn't know you know she asked me the questions you know and she prompt me through it because i guarantee you she's used to working with people where this is their first time but yeah i was like i don't know what to do i don't know what to expect i you know i was even nervous talking to her nervous and scared and i was like okay now you know but when i was sharing some stuff online about it you know a lot of people were saying that that you know they actually uh used wipes and like move remove the deodorant when they get there and put it when they get back on yeah everything like, oh okay like yeah, it's ways around this everything will be fine uh some people were saying like schedule it for early in the morning that way you can put it on right after you uh walk out of the thing you just put something on and go to work or whatever mm-hmm. so you know it'll be fine just because they they they've dealt with it that's another thing i I think about all the time too i'm extra i'm a person who prepares extra for certain things i can't help i i know it's because i'm an introvert that i'm like i need to be prepared for this 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 and this like these are the things i'm supposed to have these are the papers let me read these instructions one more time you know if i'm going to the airport you know i'm like on the airport website and then there's always this realization that i have you know as it gets closer and i'm trying to calm myself down which is that people are stupid and fucked up so even the things that i'm actually trying so there's right. a lot of people who don't give a fuck and aren't going to try and they're still going to get on the same plane as me they're still going to get right. the same go to the same doctor as me they're still like they're gonna go to the same dentist all the shit i'm nervous about you know there's a person that is gonna buy the same brand and model of car that i'm gonna buy and they didn't give a fuck about any of the stuff that you're <laughs> supposed to do before you get there so i just think about that like they always have a contingency plan it's oh i forgot today was the day i was supposed to put on deodorant well guess what we know because hundreds of people come in here and do the same thing so here's how we're gonna get rid of that problem you know they're not just gonna right. say give us your money now get the fuck out you know <laughs> and the other thing i remember too when push comes to shove everybody wants your money uh, and so yeah. you represent money your your insurance payment your copay, whatever is money to them so to them they're like this is money you we we like we're providing a service for you to, to this is how we make a living they're not gonna just be like i thought i told you right to put on not to put on deodorant get the fuck out of my face and go no 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 mammogram for you now you blew it that was it <laughs> no mammogram for you right? so you'll be fine <laughs> right and the, and the thing is when i get uh i'm like you if i get nervous i will over prepare uh even for it was hilarious even for uh human resources i had to bring like some paperwork information and i had it in a folder i had everything there i gave it to the lady she said you are very very prepared i was like i didn't know what you was gonna ask for so i bought you everything yeah things happen man and like when we had to go for your uh drug test for this job and uh you you drank a lot of water so then you pee but then right. right then she came out and was like okay let's uh go back and take the drug test and then no, you couldn't pee like, so then you had to drink some more water and we had to wait but you know what it's okay they they that's happened before right that like you're not the first person that's ever gonna happen to you you're not gonna be the last and there's always a plan like there's okay well we have bottles of water on tap for you go like drink these bottles and let's let's see if we can do this and if not hey we'll come back the next day like it'll be fine so all right let's get into uh the rest of the news guys
ask you There's something that I want to know And to this question You have the answer So tell me what I want to know Do you want to funk? Do you want to funk? Won't you tell me now? Won't you tell me now? If you want to funk, let me show you how. Do you want to funk with me? Do you want to funk with me? All right. Our first story is not really a story, but it's Billy Porter talking about wearing dresses. Um you know because people always ask him he goes to red carpets he wears dresses and stuff mm-hmm. and be clean too be clean as fuck and so i guess uh oh wait i should probably take this off of mute uh so i guess he decided to uh i think he got asked about on like good morning america or something or pink news or something and uh if i'm over here wearing a dress why does it matter any woman who puts on pants is considered strong because pants are associated with the patriarchy. It's like some sort of superiority complex. So a man puts on a dress and it's disgusting. So what you're saying is men are fabulous, women are disgusting. I'm not doing that anymore. I want to be a walking piece of political art when I show up. You know, just living inside of my truth publicly is a political act. I get that too. So to add a layer of fashion on top of it seemed like a no-brainer. You know, the most disappointing was the backlash from black people. That was worse than all of it. The vitriol, you know, like, I'm because of the emasculation of the black man. Well, okay, <laughs> I didn't know that I had that much power, but now that I know I do, you can expect me to be wielding it every chance I get. You know, the whole fashion thing was something oh, that's gorgeous. that I knew could be a thing just from having been in the business for so long and watching the women do it. It's generally reserved for women. I loved the Oscars. I loved the Golden Globes. I loved um, the Met Gala and the Tonys with my uterus dress <laughs> made out of the kinky boots curtain. Know your references, children. <laughs> yeah that's um billy porter um from pose you guys ain't know him from there um but yeah also like even if you didn't know him from um pose you definitely know him from all the fashion the runways Mm -hmm. of different award shows um and it is sad to see uh black people that do that um and i I think part of it is because he's a black star to a lot of us so he's you know in black circles like pose is a very black show you know um so it is something where white people probably see it and don't even bat an eye because they probably don't watch the show Mm -hmm. or they don't care or you know if they watch they know what they're getting into but there's a lot of black people you know the same thing i feel about like a black lady sketch show or um insecure there's a lot of black people that tune into stuff because it's black right but they don't but like i said a lot of black people would be republicans if it wasn't for racism so 
like they tune into these shows and then they're like i didn't know it was gonna be all this gay shit you know whatever so they still have homophobia transphobia and all that stuff going on and they never think about it's so crazy but i mean bigotry is stupid and it's and it's and it's 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 ridiculous It's, it's it's such a ridiculous thing that they never think about these are black people to first and also right they just go out gay shit block it off like you know it's like the dave Chappelle stuff where he's like gay equals white you know this is this is this is emasculating the black man or whatever it's like how what like they act like they're telling like if you see a gay man if you see any man in a dress like that then becomes all black people all black men are gonna be forced to wear dresses or some shit it's so crazy anyway um shout out to him though man that's very brave and bold of him to um to rock to keep rocking and i love that he's so outspoken mm-hmm. like that's what i that's what i fuck with with billy porter because he's like i i like i understand that um with him being older in the game established you know blowing up in a whole nother medium now with tv and stuff i feel like he's using all that confidence and all that momentum to be like y'all niggas not gonna shame me y'all like i fought these battles already right and was it it might have been npr i think oh might be the podcast they was interviewing him and they were talking about you know him being on polls and stuff and he was saying how he had been going on like these auditions and everybody was just telling him he was too flamboyant and everybody was just you know it was just, you're too much you're too much you're too much you're too much and he was to the point where he was like you know i was just about to just give up because he was like i'm tired of all these rejections mm. and then he got the call about we're doing this little show called pose he was like yes i'll do it and i i do agree with you i think because he's older and he got that fuck it gene and he was like oh no 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 i've been around long enough baby y'all can't break this that's one thing about being older people think they're coming at you with some new shit you go uh bitch i've been dealing with this all my goddamn life so right. everything you are not saying anything new underneath the sun or anything i haven't heard before it might be a new slang a new term but the meaning is the same bitch there's also this thing too that i'm not 100 percent how I'm, I'm saying this as, as i'm thinking of it off the top of my head but i've been thinking about it for a while i just don't have the perfect phrasing for it but there's something to this idea that with social media certain people have sort of monetized and galvanized fragility and victimhood and pity and paternalism in a way uh where they like by what i mean by that is like for example if you had a tough interaction with somebody right um like in real life like uh, or not even tough you were sitting in the break room a white woman came in and started talking over the tv right if you tweet that a lot of people will respond to you and they'll be like i'm so sorry she did that are you okay is that you know that you know that is terrible i'm sorry that happened to you right Mm-hmm. there'll also be people that'll say i would have smacked that bitch in the mouth mm-hmm. i would have did this i would have had the perfect comeback and you know i would have stayed ready and you may have just been trying to convey that this thing happened but when, without the um the level of impact and depth that other people are placing on you like you must have been hurt by this you must have been injured by this you must be so like and it's because people have sort of conditioned 
a lot of at least the people in our circles to be very sensitive like it, you know um i i've had tweets that i've deleted because the response to it was too like i may have been trying to convey like this funny thing happened or man i was you know i was upset that this happened but i wasn't actually looking for like a like a pity party or whatever like i just hey this thing just happened i i can handle it maybe i was just saying hey aren't we haven't we all had these things happen you know something like that right but everyone's kind of been trained to kind of gather around and like you know support in the ways that they, they've been told to you know looking for your cash app or something like oh should i send you some money it's like nah I just, you know somebody said something mean to me and i kept moving you know or whatever something weird happened and i kept moving okay so i say all that to say this a lot of times we the people outside of the marginalized group that we're talking about paternalize and pity and do all that shit and in a lot of cases they've been living with this they're not fragile by like this doesn't mean they're like uh you know that thing where we say like uh they so strong they can't be hurt no like what we see as like a great injury to them they're like yeah man fuck them people like i have to have that energy every day i wake up or else i fucking wouldn't be here so yes i'm going to wear this fucking dress and you know obviously it's ridiculous to see my own people say some right some some foul ass you emasculating black men shit but i love how he flipped it and said well now that i know i got that kind of power i'm gonna be on y'all ass every day so like i like that and i do understand that that still takes a level of energy and maybe every day you don't have it but to see somebody a elder statesman like billy porter as far as when it comes to uh many of the young lgbtq people that are like somebody that's already walking that path and to see them be like nah it's it's not like this isn't about poor me i'm crying tears this is me being like fuck y'all i'm fighting for mine and like ain't shit you can do about it either i love that energy you know i think we see the other way a lot we do and that's you know i think that's a social media function like retweets and sympathy and likes and uh attention like it's just a different energy a different uh commodity and then in real life you know it's like man if i want to make it from point a to point b i can't be crying every day um speaking of which Lil nas x of course uh he went on the shop uh kevin hart was there i don't remember if i played the clip on here or not i think i did play it on balls deep but no you didn't pay it on the show okay well there's a clip of him talking to kevin hart and a bunch of other black men in the room well kevin love was in the room too but uh in this part they asked him about coming out and um kevin hart was just kind of like talking over him in a way to be like what's the big deal with even coming out as gay and he was like well you have to deal with hate you know where i'm from they teach you to hate and he said hate what and he was like hate homosexuality and he was looking and kevin Hart was like what for real no he was and then Lil Nas x was like if you from the hood then you know what i'm talking about like kind of hinting that maybe kevin hart hadn't been in the hood in a while or something now this is a 30 second 45 second clip of a of a half hour show i watched the whole show because once again i'm trying my best to just not fall into these social media pitfalls of here's a little bit of information now let's go fight about it trying to give it a whole context and when i give things a bigger context most of the time i find myself not being very upset but it doesn't mean that i don't see right and wrong but i'm just not as upset by it which i think is the 
the point of taking things into the worst context possible is to make you upset right um so in the context of that discussion the things i noticed lil nas x is like the youngest dude in the room and he really uh lebron wasn't there and he really fended for himself well the discussion wasn't really adversarial in the way that it came off in the clip like it wasn't like he didn't get to finish his point he did finish his point it does come up later kevin hart does defend him to a certain extent uh in his kevin hart way which is you know the like you shouldn't even have to explain yourself you already own you you got your songs and your music and stuff speaks for itself so fuck anybody that got a problem with it which is kevin hart's way of defending him when obviously we know kevin hart has uh he said that those jokes then uh and all this shit so it's not like kevin hart some great he could have just sat there ate his food and been fine but he had to say something right anyway i saw that conversation the whole time and i was like as much as it's bothering people online knowing Lil Nas X and things that he has said on Twitter and things he said in interviews about remember we read that interview we talked about he used to be a troll and do stuff for attention and all this and now he's trying to get in a happy positive place Mm -hmm. I was like I don't think Lil Nas X was affected by that as much as people watching it are gonna be affected by whether it's our need for content whether it's our own like you know people getting triggered by just the the whole discussion people were saying stuff like he shouldn't even be in the room with kevin hart and all this type of stuff and i mean i guess you know that's not for me to say if you know i I feel like that's for him to say If, if now if he got ambushed and he didn't know kevin hart was gonna be there you know then i i do that to me that would be kind of fucked up but if he said i'm not afraid to sit down across the room from kevin hart and talk about this shit um I don't I, like I don't blame him at all and I and that's once again that same thing where it's like I'm not fragile I'm not triggered I'm not scared I you know he even said I didn't grow up being bullied I'm not like I'm not scared of y'all uh Lil Nas X has said that not on this episode but on Twitter and I'm like yeah if he feels like the con people always talk about we need to have these conversations if the conversation is only going to take place with all the people who agree with you already in a place in a form where everybody is uh so super like woke and using the right phrases then there's no point to the conversation then there isn't a conversation it's an illusion of a conversation this is kind of what a conversation looks like we stick some people in the room that are ignorant you stick some people in the room that 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 fucking know what they're talking about and experienced it this wasn't an academic situation this is a barbershop situation so i think and the undefeated or whoever put out that clip i mean come on you knew how that was gonna look um and i mean and shout out to hbo they knew how it was gonna look that's why they put the clip out there to get people to watch and to to talk about it but anyway so Lil nas x after all this stuff says he's not mad at kevin hart following the shop viral conversation he did an interview with hood rich radio Lil nas x uh shared why he's not upset he said no i'm not mad at kevin hart a lot of situations like that i don't try to get into that i don't try to get into these situations because online i'm just here to be funny and laugh i'm not trying to put nothing in i'm not trying to say anything because if you say anything your words get twisted when you have to say something about then you have to say something about that and then you have to say something about that Mm -hmm. just on and on so i don't even try to get into anything really but no i'm not mad at kevin hart 
and they they tried to connect the dots to be like well if you're not mad what about all these people online you ain't even mad and they not mad i mean and they mad so fuck them people you know they tried to do that shit and he's so smart and savvy um shout out to little Nas x with the internet stuff he said um uh basically he was he was like look everybody got to make their own decision on how they feel and it shouldn't be based on his feelings he said i'm not saying i'm not saying what anybody should be basically like i'm not saying you can't be mad on my behalf or that conversation can't piss you off and i and i'm so glad he said that and didn't fall for that trap because a lot of people wanted him to say this so they could turn around to all the people who got upset by that conversation and be like see your feelings aren't valid if he's not mad you can't be which is some bullshit you can still be upset you could have watched that clip and that that clip is long is enough for a lot of people to be upset some people gonna write think pieces all that stuff you know you knew that was gonna happen when you went on the show you know that's guy when you put the clip out like y'all edited that shit y'all knew how y'all could have cut y'all could have cut that whole conversation out if you wanted to so they knew <clears throat> they knew that this would potentially go viral and if it pissed some people off and it made people have some long drawn out conversations threads fights online or whatever that's kind of the purpose but i the whole time when i looked at that thing i said i don't think Lil Nas X is as hurt as the people online are by this and you know i felt like that's a confirmation that he wasn't um and i and then the other thing with kevin hart is he's like a stand-in for like homophobia in a in a way that because he handled that shit so badly he's a stand-in for like uh like overt outrageous wanton like like how dave Chappelle is when he's like i'm gonna keep making these jokes about trans people and i'm gonna keep making it being offensive and i i I don't care if you if you get mad they made that out of out of kevin hart kevin hart's not like that Mm -mm. like low-key the only thing kevin hart fucked up was not apologizing again and now we got this big ass mess this is why i said he should have just apologized however many times you need to i understand your pride but you're not the same way i'm like karen karen ain't built to go to work and not talk to people kevin hart's not built for a large group of people not liking him no he's not he doesn't have that type of personality he ain't built for that shit and he and you see what happens when you try to fight against the grain nah fuck it i'm too much pride y'all tripping okay well now a lot of people that were gonna let you slide if you would have been like man look i i apologize i said those things but you gotta remember that was 10 years how many years ago uh it wasn't even 10 but whatever the years were i don't make those jokes in my act i don't i don't repeat that stuff i you know i'm like i'm not that comic but he he, that pride got him and now he is known as mr homophobe when the when we really look at him he's more like homophobic in the clueless way than the malicious way but it don't matter should have should have should have apologized fam and it's gonna be like that forever now i like he'll die and it's gonna be people like i'm glad he did when he got in that crash i saw people like yeah he got in a crash i don't give a fuck i'm supposed to care and i'm like because oh. because they're still upset with you know he didn't apologize and you know it they're still upset i you know i can't who am i to say That's, yeah i never i never know what those things i know how i feel about shit but right. i never know what those things i'll never tell anybody they have to feel a certain way no you know about I, but, somebody but i just didn't see people doing that oh yeah i saw it i saw quite a few people um so yep um uh, but that's one of the reasons i'm like man you should 
try to make your amends while you can fam you be fucking dead right now and you won't be able to do shit about the people you hurt man and maybe you just won't give a fuck but if you any kind of good person man you know you need to take care of that shit while you still here because one day you won't be uh teacher students leave high school after official email requires them to disavow same-sex relationships five teachers chose to leave their jobs at king's high school in shoreline washington and at least two students have been unenrolled after administrators at the christian school sent out an email they perceived as requiring them to disavow same-sex relationships an email was also sent to families of students at the school and stated king's upholds the historical biblical standard of morality that sexual expression is confined within the marriage to one man and one woman teachers were told they needed to follow that belief at the school and in their personal lives so i wonder if people quit out of solidarity or if they quit because they're like i'm gay and y'all just basically fired me yeah yeah i think a little bit of both i i think i think it might be a conjunction of both and this is washington state i wonder what the law is there right like is there a religious exemption type of thing happening in washington state because i thought that was a pretty liberal state as far as the way it was um the laws are set up i'm not saying the people are liberal Mm -hmm. and all that shit so don't y'all write us in about like it's militias up here we know nigga i just thought y'all had governor Inslee or whatever the fuck and y'all was voting democrat up there but maybe i'm wrong um yeah so and the teachers were told they needed to follow the belief at school and in their personal lives krista ministry ceo jacinta tagman said a few staff members weren't comfortable with the policy and chose to leave the seattle times asked tagman who previously fought to repeal a state gay rights law oh there you go and led opposition to same-sex marriage in washington hmm took the helm of krista as its president and ceo in january she centered her first state of krista address on the need for practical spiritual reform as at the organization (laughs) religious freedom is homophobia said uh so tagman said the kiro when it comes to sexual expression the bible teaches us that sexual intimacy is reserved between the marriage between one man and one woman and we as faith-based christian organization uphold the belief and teaching we hire we hire people who profess to be christians and that they would uphold the teachings of the bible but we serve anyone regardless of their position if they want to be here we want them to be here that's not true right unless they're gay (sighs) yep so uh i I don't know it didn't say anybody was suing or anything so i wonder if they have legal recourse Mm -hmm. may not um all right they do we'll eventually learn because somebody probably gonna sue we'll see that's the that's the way who knows maybe they did this hoping to elevate something to the supreme court Mm -hmm. you never know with these motherfuckers um all right let's talk about other news marriage rates down due to shortage of economically attractive men that's not true so it's not true that marriage rates are down but due to a shortage of economically attractive men okay okay all right well we'll give us your findings okay explain this to me (laughs) i'm on the article but you, you got you got all the facts break it down when you say economically attracted attractive okay so you mean men with money i i I mean i can read it okay because i was thought you meant men with looks not so because economically attractive okay but say because there's a lot of uh, not trying to be funny non-attractive niggas with women so i'm about to say if it's about looks, that's not not true well that's not what the title said though it didn't say it said economically attractive karen to which you immediately said no 
that's not true so <laughs> i guess we can just move on to the next article no read the article read the article all right i'm jumping the gun my bad y'all uh sorry guys women are not saying i do because you're not making enough dough it's even worse for african-americans according to a new study by cornell university professor cited by the national council of family relations journal of marriage and family one reason marriage rates are down nationwide is because prospective husbands can't provide enough financial security is that is that why they're trying to roll roll the laws back so that we they can put women in their place and quit making less i mean so they can start making less one explanation for the declines in marriage is the putative shortage of economically attractive partners for unmarried women to marry according to the study conducted between 2012 2017 uh the researchers compared the incomes of potential male spouses with those of men who marry women of similar demographic and found that guys who had not tied the knot earned 58 percent less than those who took a bride that's a big difference broke niggas broke boys as they call them online um so i don't know man um sound like if you can't you know sound like the patriarchy is hitting men too it really is we could just you know maybe get everybody to agree to let it go i know most women are on board with that but yeah it seems to be a big group of people that Um, aren't benefiting from it that uh are uh, anti letting it go come on and then because of the structure look at the women crazy when they go why don't you want me and she like nigga you broke and you can't provide in in the quote-unquote standard way that they say you're supposed to provide this is like white farmers that you know now committing suicide because of trump's tariffs and shit it's like yeah make america great again actually not benefiting you right 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 and also you know for particularly black women especially if you don't been through some shit you're like uh nigga i can have bad credit by myself um you know it's one of the things where okay now i got to help you get your credit and shit straight not in every situation like this but you're like no if i got to deal with bad credit and struggling i can do that shit all by myself and let's take it another step because here's the here's the hidden story in all this shit why do the men need to be the ones that provide correct and see a lot of people will ask that as a way to like go at women like why can't why i got to be the one to provide let me tell you why you gotta be the one to provide because the rest of you motherfuckers ain't offering nothing else if you can't pay me what else do you have you know what i'm saying like what's in in cishet relationships what do men bring to the table who can't provide you know like that's a big fucking thing when you reduce yourself down to i'm not going to work on myself in any level of therapy any level of emotional support i'm you know i'm gonna still advocate a lot of misogynistic ideas i'm still even though i don't have money i refuse to fucking cook i refuse to clean I, like take care of the kids right i don't want to take care so now you put yourself in a pigeonhole where the only fucking thing you bring to a relationship is how much fucking money do you have to make me want to put up with this bullshit come on that's terrible so that's why we're at this position where women are like i'd rather be single than strapped to some broke nigga that still expects to be treated like a king you know and that's why it doesn't work the other way around men always get mad if i make more money and a woman wants right and then what do you expect that woman to do cook 
clean raise the kids you expect that woman to do a fucking job not you don't expect her to just come in and be like well if you want to sit around on the couch and play sega genesis all day that's cool no you expect her to contribute in a bunch of other ways but when men don't have money it's like well fuck i don't have another trick so that's the that's the big part of this that's the hidden part of this that that's so sad and like i said most men will go right to that title and go fuck these bitches they don't want men that don't make no money instead of being like what else do i have other than money because i'm gonna tell you something right now it's a lot of women with no money living just fucking fine with some dude that Come is on. happy to take care of them happy to take care of them because they provide something else and i'm not just talking sex you can get sex from anybody you, you get can. sex anywhere especially if you're a nigga with some money you find somebody that'll fuck you no i'm talking about they are just providing things emotional stability support like i said the, the, the raising helping raise people's kids sometimes not even their own kids you know like they're providing balance to you know to, to self-improvement stuff you know it takes a toll on women's lives to even be with men in cishet relationships like literally it takes a toll on on your lifespan right and they've done you know done studies that say and that has a lot to do a lot of times women outlive men and so a lot of times when men die before women and most you know sometimes it's not always that that fact a lot of women when they get older they go on vacations they start living life they go fuck them grandkids they start doing shit and being about stuff other than being strapped to a goddamn man because they no longer have those obligations well especially if a man is gonna be a drag correct like if my whole thing is gonna be you know uh <laughs> ronnie from uh from the shy like my whole thing is just gonna be me complaining woe is me and why you you know like i said i had a conversation with a good friend one time he was dating a woman who made more money than him and her mom taught her when she was younger like hey don't ever be dependent on a man and so one of the things she told her was take some money put it to the side and you use that money for you things you want to do thing whether it's an emergency fund or whatever right we don't tell men to do shit like that Mm -mm. right none of us is like i better have an emergency fund in case my wife start tripping and cut me off like well none of us do that because we don't expect women to do that but anyway um so she took some of this emergency not even emergency fund her her side money that was hers that she earned because she made more money than him she took it and was like i'm gonna go on vacation me and my girls are going on a vacation to some beach or whatever and he was mad as fuck like what how dare you have and i thought he was just mad like man she go on vacation without me i was like i would maybe you'd be sad because your girl's going away but he was more mad that she had the economic um viability right to do a bunch of shit without him and so didn't need his input on it didn't need to consult him or get his permission correct and so it fucked up the power structure of the relationship and they didn't make it like they broke up like he couldn't his ego couldn't handle that at the time and it eventually dissolved the relationship and to me that was the the biggest first step was that day of being like because i was like well what you care man your girl got her own money shit you you winning you know <laughs> like my mentality and this was a long time ago my mentality was like why would that be a problem you know what i mean like you know because i'm like what you think she is she cheating on you she going to the beach with another dude is she lying nah man it's just she got this money and you know i don't have that kind of money i don't just put money to the side i'm like then put some money to the side I don't, right you know but that was the thing was just um that power st- dynamic is fucked up because man we 
want that patriarchy even when we don't deserve it even right. even you know, when it ain't earned because that's the other thing too there's plenty of women that really do believe in hey you bring home the bacon take care of me i'm i'm i fucks with you i got you mm-hmm. well like i'm i'm like i don't i yeah in my personal life don't mind if you open up that dough for me i don't mm-hmm. mind if you want me dressed a certain way i don't I, mind I, if you right like like this there, is the type of lifestyle that i want but the but the exchange is you make that money there are some women like that you know what i mean but the like if if you're not bringing that to the table they not like that for your ass come on now you know and this is and for the record this isn't me trying to drag men who don't mm-hmm. make money mm-hmm. it's literally me saying yo if you know you don't bring money to the table start thinking about what else you can bring to the table like and if nothing else it'll help you help yourself you what it's not is it doesn't help behoove you to know how to like keep uh, your house clean don't help you to to cook cook. it don't help you to 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 be handy it don't like these things help you like don't do it don't necessarily do it on some like i gotta do this to get a woman but just do the shit for yourself you know and then i think that helps so anyway man it's just it's sad that it's that way but yeah it's leading the people be like why even get married yeah they're like why waste my time and a lot of it is men's fault like literally the structure is men feel like they ought to be dominant they can't be dominant women's like well if you can't be dominant the fuck i need you for i don't want to be dominated by no broke nigga the end of the day that's all it is hate to be like that but for a lot of women they go no 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 the structure that you set up now you set the structure up not me the structure that you set up said you got to provide you can't provide what the fuck am i over here for the news is even tougher for black men and women hoping to find a spouse racial and ethnic minorities especially black women face serious shortages of potential marital partners in 1960 72 percent of adults in the u.s were married according to pew research while more adult couples are reportedly living together now only 50 percent are married that research indicated 54 percent of white adults were married as opposed to black adults who were married at a rate of 30 percent Asians were mar- were the group most likely to marry with 61% of adults walking down the aisle. According to the study published by the Journal of Marriage and Family last week, the nation's lack of weddings is a matter of green. The study reveals large deficits in the supply of potential male spouses. One implication is that unmarried uh that the unmarried may remain unmarried or marry less well-suited partners. So yeah, you're essentially saying lower your standards then. Yeah, and what's happening here is women are refusing and right. that's the problem they're like and, nope and in a very short period of time you have to see this is this is one of the reasons it pays to know your history we're talking about women like literally earning the right to white women earning the right to vote like i think this year is the 100th anniversary of that i thought around in there yeah something like that i think it, i think it, yeah six, seven, 1919 2019 so this is the 100th year anniversary of women just getting the right the rights of suffrage white women getting the rights of suffrage now you're talking about that progress so women now if you can vote now you can you can work if you can work now you have a voice you can run for office you can do a bunch of stuff you can go to school you can get degrees now you have women that are like i might have had to marry almost out of uh desperation in 1953 correct but in 2019 i can just i'd rather be single and not even i can do bad by myself no i can be single and i'm doing great like i'm doing fine my knees are met my money is i'm good 
you know like maybe emotionally i want something uh, romantically but not i still have more options to be like i don't need to settle for endangering my safety come on i don't need to settle for half a man that's gonna cheat on me or some dude that's coming to the table with a bunch of misogynistic type of views and telling me i ain't shit and my body ain't shit and i you should be able to cheat on me if you want to and all this shit like don't nobody want to deal with that Mm -mm. and i can't speak for everybody but you have a a generation of women that were raised up with their aunts and uncles i mean i know for me not aunts and uncles but raised up with their aunts and um older family members that went through that beating and cheating all that shit and now women are like oh no 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 my mama went through that i'm not going through that bullshit like my aunt went through that i'm not going through that bullshit And, uh, and guess who told you not to go through that they did they did they was like bitch get your life together and don't put up with no bullshit them same grandmas uh the men romanticized because they basically understood they had to stay with a ain't shit man those same grandmas are telling their granddaughters and their daughters don't be like me like this was a mistake you gonna actually have some opportunities i didn't have use them to the best of your advantage and do not end up being miserable just to be with some nigga Mm-mm. they'll tell you them ass whoopings wouldn't work it you better be by yourself so anyway shout out to shout out to that poll man mm-hmm. that's sad prospects but yeah I, I, I would hope instead most men will read that and go um fuck these bitches blah 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 but they really need to read that and be like why am i not doing more for myself and more uh to bring more to the table than, than some money but all right uh let's get into some fucking with black people we're just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys it's time to play the game we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game that goes all around the globe then we find different artists make us feel fucked with the wheel side point scores zero to 100 intervals of 25 today's contestants everybody all right see who's fucking with us um a black passenger says american airlines booted him from first class because of a dog mm. must have been a white was woman it, in first class was the dog white i mean what's happening i don't understand uh black travelers who says he's allergic to dogs plans to use his uh suit to sue american airlines after the carrier allegedly removed him from first class so a pooch could remain seated the conflict occurred april 14th ain't that supposed to be in cages uh it could have been a um campaign those dogs that they bring on there to emotional support you oh so they don't got to be no cage Mm -mm. the conflict occurred april 14th aboard a flight from phoenix arizona to austin texas is there a lot of shitting on your airplane that's where dana holcomb i don't think they're supposed to shit on the airplane dana holcomb complained he could not be seated near another passenger and that person's service dog um american airlines spokesman spokeswoman lakeisha brown reportedly said in a statement that the crew first offered to move the passenger with the service dial to a different seat in first class then offered to see holcomb and coach and reimburse them the difference of the cost but those solutions were not to his satisfaction Mm-mm. Mm-mm. uh lawmaker for, like that dog. huh i said i don't blame him. i ain't give a fuck about that dog y'all make y'all y'all need to make arrangements and i don't want to move well here's my question though karen they said service dog so is it an emotional support dog or is it like a cni dog 
because if know. that's the case then we get into some disability issues here and so it's like they were damned if they either kick the either tell the black man he can't be on the plane or tell the blind person you can't be on the plane I'm, we getting sued either way yeah everybody yeah. can't be happy Mm-mm. on this one if you're allergic to dogs that bad um i don't know what you do with that Mm-mm. it's either gonna be a race thing or it's gonna be a disability thing if it was a service dog of that type right and the thing is i don't know if it was something where they couldn't have got him on a completely different flight all together like I, I don't know how those arrangements went yeah first class you ain't getting no seats on the day of a law make a lawyer for holcomb argued that his client was taken off an airplane so a dog could fly to a first class cabin and accused the airline of repeatedly removing black passengers from flights and leaving them humiliated with no way home holcomb's attorney regina mcamee senior stated what american airlines is doing is discrimination an african-american doctor from houston texas said she was booted from american airlines flight in july because her outfit or romper was inappropriate oh, oh. I shout out to that the, one shout out to the root they go in and find all the receipts like uh it was another black person one time that got kicked off mm-hmm. the airline issued an apology to that passenger and her son who was also on the flight they were eventually let back on the plane the NAACP issued a travel alert to black passengers in 2017 noting a pattern of disturbing incidents reporting uh african-american passengers specific to american airlines the airline which claims to the transport of half a million passengers daily responded by stating there was no room for discrimination in their company um so yeah uh yeah all right all right they said after all the attempts to accommodate mr Oakland were were declined and he refused to comply with crew member instructions he was removed from the plane brown wrote in a statement all right karen zero to 100 that one's kind of tough were they able to get him on another plane they were just like you can't just we're gonna put you off and we're not gonna get you another plane yeah i'm uh so what number you give it what's your score I actually give it a 50 okay yeah I, I hate to do this one guys but uh i'm not with the blacks on this guys i'm gonna give it a zero not really fucked with it all that one really does sound like unless unless we find out it's an emotional support dog or something and it's just some like luxury shit if that literally was somebody's service like they needed it for like like this i then i'm like nah. sophie's choice bro you had someone had to take the l and yeah nah, you know nah. you like and then low-key his lawyer turning into a race thing is kind of fucked up to me um if unless unless we find out that that dog was was just an emotional support dog or something now from that perspective i understand uh and they offer him other solutions he basically didn't want the dog on the flight period because uh, uh, they said we can okay, move the okay, dog okay. and the other person to coach we can move to another seat in first class oh, okay uh, we can okay. move you to another seat he, in okay, first class he, okay okay he and just, he was like fuck that shit okay he just didn't want to cooperate not, uh, not uh, well different. he could be that allergic i'm not saying he didn't oh. want to cooperate maybe he has a very sensitive allergy but to me this sounds like a a no-win situation for the airline there was correct, no correct correct and what are we supposed to like what are we supposed to do like is, hey guys we got a service dog coming on this flight we just want to send a special like email to everybody that booked this flight you know we they don't know that shit necessarily no they don't you know and they definitely don't know that necessarily know that shit the day like every like you hours know the at crew a time don't 
like this person may have just bought that ticket i don't know right i, I don't know and then, and then and then you know you're in a bad situation you put a policy in a place that's like so we tell people with service dogs that you need them for like disabilities and stuff yeah we tell them that um if anyone on the flight isn't comfortable your ass gotta wait oh yeah you're gonna have problems that can't be your policy it can't yeah, be you're gonna have problems yeah can't put that shit in writing Mm-mm. <laughs> you the airline is have a lawsuits left and right the airline is, is nah so i don't this one's a zero for me like, man like unless said, i get more information like you said it, it and that is the kind of a catch-22 and i not to be funny the more and more i think about it uh i don't think this was race related they was just trying to accommodate as best they can and it was one of the things where uh you know for some people their allergies like flare up almost immediately like like well, in the that's vicinity the, that's the other part that's fucked up matter of fact yeah zero that's the other part i don't like about this he's saying this about his race but if someone else on that flight would have not would have been allergic to so allergic to a dog they couldn't sit in the same plane as him they asked what i had to get off too correct like he really made it sound like they singled him out as a black man like Mm -mm. oh it's a nigger get out of here it's like no you the one with the allergies dog i don't like none of this zero now i'm mad at him yeah right 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 because it sound like you had the allergies which is understandable they didn't say you couldn't have the allergies and you was like i just can't be around they was like cool if you can't be around you actually cannot fly this which is reasonable you cannot fly this flight they was probably like we will get you another flight like we don't have a problem and then it was even like we'll move you to the back we'll give you the difference you know like they were trying to accommodate and i can understand if it was so bad when he was like i just couldn't function which is cool so their other alternative was like you got to get off the flight then the way it sounds to me without more information right. at this moment i don't even think it's a race thing me either so i give it a zero me either i don't think it's a race thing and like I, he chose to make it that after his ass got off that flight that's why they start bringing up every other black person that ever had a problem on uh, fucking american airlines and shit like oh uh, some other black people have had issues like nigga this but ain't got nothing to do with you different yeah that woman it was with her tire which is completely different um all right uh police stopped black man for looking suspiciously at a white woman a michigan man who was minding his own business walking into a restaurant and ha- uh, has been stopped for- by police for looking suspiciously at a white woman must have been downtown town uh, um they get out of here boy the moment was captured in a facebook live video which has gone viral in the video captured by kamiko adolf oh shout out to that last name uh several police vehicles and officers can be seen questioning 20 year old devin myers and refusing to let him go in the video adolf can be heard saying he's been pulled over for walking to go to eat for suspicion of being black and looking at the caucasian woman they got him surrounded so i'm not going to leave the brother out here well shout out to you kamiko uh speaking to daily dot adolf said i have three black sons and he was by himself surrounded for no reason nobody was filming and i knew i had to in the video myers can be heard explaining to police officers that he was on his way to meet his girlfriend at the cafe when they stopped him based on a report that said he looked suspicious he can also be heard saying that he thinks the officers would have let him go if he'd been white in the video one of the officers can be heard saying so if someone calls about someone we're not supposed to respond in response Maya says i'm pretty sure if she would have done the same thing you would have let her go 10 minutes ago 
Myers then questioned then questioned for 30 minutes before officers finally let him go on social media people denounced the actions of the officer with one twitter user writing four royal oak michigan police officers pull up on a 20 year old black man after a white woman calls and says he was looking at her what the actual hell this is outrageous royal oak police department have not yet identified any of the officers involved in the stop the end season cafe received a uh, comment praising the owner's actions advocating for myers in the comment fox 2 report says we have been fighting for love and compassion for 38 years we have no intention uh to stop anytime soon so the end season cafe is that must i guess they must have they must have been, had this kid's back or something yeah they sound like it from what you said yeah okay well i guess that's good that the restaurant was like nah what's crazy is like that's if i told you the story was from like 1934 you know the 1890 and like this is how lynchings happened a black guy was looking at me where clearly the police need to be involved in this <sighs> he was going to meet his girlfriend wasn't thinking twice about you and it's that weird intersection that i don't i never know what to do because i know there's white women and maybe even some black women that'll justify shit like this by being like well maybe that white woman was afraid of me and our trash and i'm like there's literally no line for that like there's like every time white women write when it comes to this shit like i don't know and it's not like she was cornered by this dude or alone with this dude that was out in a public setting right like they were in a restaurant he he didn't approach her or say nothing to her he just looked at her suspiciously according to her i don't know man i don't be believing them people not a lot there's more details coming out that we don't know nothing about zero to 100 counter oh 100 based off of this but like i said unless it's something else yes 100 all right um and uh you know what let's move on into some bigger and better things guys who's ready for our new improved white people news you guys into this now that uh i know right they're gonna be like i love white people news now now that i've been revamping and rechoosing uh different hits um all right let's let's see what you guys uh see what i got for you guys yeah okay i see the chat room is very excited right uh yeah dracars for that last story by the way uh dracars i think that's fair to say um all right let's see what who's covering some white people's music we taking it back we are taking it back for white people news it's ours now give us our hits whites oh, they got production value yeah production value you are my fire the one desire Looking like boys to millennials. Where Come on! When you pass it, I want it that way. But we are two worlds apart. And this is my bop. I like this song. The original one. Oh, they wasn't giving you runs like that on the original. Tell me why 
on it didn't they come on oh we make everything better mm. i don't even who is this uh, amir a h m i r e is the name of that group i guess mm-hmm. if you guys are looking for them on um shout out to them wow Mm-mm-mm. um all right let's see that's y'all's man did trump do anything Oh, is always it, doing something his administration does plan to ban the sale of flavored electronic cigarettes i don't believe them because uh some people are dying or something you think he cares this is big tobacco well that's the plan that he wants oh, to do uh, he gonna blink his eye and back it backtrack it i don't believe shit he says all right all right so that must i guess never mind that article then guys mm-hmm. i don't think he's gonna stick with it all some right. of his friends and big tobacco well, he didn't say it. his administration did okay oh well they, they still don't matter okay because he's right. he gonna put out a tweet and be like well i talked to some of my buddies and nope <laughs> so i don't believe a goddamn thing he said <laughs> all right well you guys you ain't got to hit me but once trump you heard it here first guys it's not happening all right continue to, to use your flavored smoke uh tobacco um jewels or whatever they, i don't know anything about because people are dying from that like that i was re uh watching the tv today and they were saying that they don't even know what's causing people to get sick because it's not fucking regulated yeah the thing for me is um they're talking about getting rid of the flavored ones not getting rid of it all together which basically means they don't want young people dying or like if you're over a certain age you can then, then go ahead and do it all right white people news Let's see what white people talking about guys jerry falwell jr was busted for lying repeatedly about miami beach nightclub photos mm. yeah jerry falwell jr you know is a preacher um and uh it's funny because it's like the plot the righteous gemstones <laughs> like the first episode <laughs> like damn ripped from the headlines he angrily insisted that he had never he had never denied visiting a miami beach nightclub where he was photographed partying with his wife sons and daughter-in-law the liberty university president was the subject of a political magazine report based on anonymous quotes from school officials and other insiders describing his self-dealing and personal immorality and his denials of the nightclub photographs led the release of more to the release of more photos and more denials oh because somebody had them photos somebody was like oh right i was never in there (laughs) word but here's some pictures of you 
uh just, i've never had a drink here's you pouring drinks down keep going throat. keep denying it next we got videos come on i'm jerry falwell i'm drunk as fuck and i want two drinks like Woo! that wasn't me guys it wasn't me uh just for the record but I, you was in the corner it wasn't me right <laughs> i caught you joining this oh there is some shots it, it wasn't, wasn't me, me. <laughs> you smacked that woman on the ass it, it wasn't, wasn't me, me. now you're sniggling on some coke it, it wasn't, wasn't me, me uh just for the record i never denied going into a club with my family to listen to music for about 30 minutes years ago he tweeted wednesday i only denied i asked anyone to scrub pics of me i never knew of any pics until a week ago duh uh lu's lawyer again liberty university okay Mm -hmm. lu's lawyers and criminal authorities will go after the leakers the leakers that's that's what a man of god would do go after the people that's leaking the information on you at the club jerry farwell there was no picture snapped of me uh at wall nightclub or any other nightclub i'm sure you already knew that though that's what he said uh august 21st 2019 jerry farwell had to see in the photo <laughs> uh if the person in the picture is me it was likely photoshopped that was august 26th 2019 oh the story keep gonna keep changing right apparently. right and then apparently today it's just for the record i never denied going into a club with my family to listen to music for about 30 minutes uh i just denied i didn't try to scrub them pictures a okay. smooth 30 minutes yeah yeah anything can happen in 30 minutes it's such a dumb lie but it's all because they're so fake and they have to like stick up for this shit like no one should give a fuck you went into a club for 30 minutes except you promote yourself as a the the, the person that thinks that's a sin or some shit and now you gotta fucking lie about this fake like this fake ass thing this personality you don't have oh goodness um so yeah that's white <laughs> i guess they'll be suing somebody or something if they find out who yeah. if he'll even sue because they know that shit true probably not <laughs> right they probably do that j- just to make the congregation calm right. down right I'm, I'm working on that lawsuit anytime now any day uh sasha obama is dubbed a sorority rush crush at the university of michigan oh that's right Sasha going to the university of michigan guys uh it's the first day of school for sasha obama she started college at the university of michigan where she's already been nicknamed a rush crush by sororities on campus now what is a rush crush uh they have like rush week on well a college campus but on white college campuses where the sororities of eternity kind of promote themselves and like come out there and be like hey you know we you know we want you here we want you there and like she's oh. so famous that all the sororities would kill they would kill particularly the white ones all jokes aside to have her a part of their sorority so i know them bitches is fighting to get her mm. i hope she joined the aka's or something come on uh the Ann Arbor campus is buzzing with excitement over which sorority former first daughter will choose the former first daughter will choose if she rushes in the spring it's funny she's in school we're not like wonder what her major will be uh <laughs> we're like party well, who's she getting drunk with oh uh-huh. yeah because you know um you know depending on what school i know i i think at Fairfield state you couldn't do it your first year but some camp some college campuses you your freshman year you can pledge 
several sororities on campus where 17 percent of the undergrads are greek reportedly have their eyes on the 18 year old freshman it may be an overwhelming decision for sasha as there are dozens of sororities on campus to choose from in total the university of michigan has 56 fraternities and sororities uh reports say that alpha shy omega is sasha's top choice because she has close high school friends who are in the sorority and even stayed on at the axo house during a school visit earlier this year per tmz i guess this is a picture of her um what is this who she went to the prom with or something man that nigga had to be bold as fuck i see you fam i don't got i never had that kind of confidence uh excuse me um first daughter would you like to go to the prom with me and then just like secret service come out of nowhere throw your ass on the ground get on the ground get on the fucking ground immediately uh, <laughs> or she makes oh, they'll pop out they'll be like sure you can we already know who you are where you live we right. know where your parents are at right now there was like any problem any problems we will immediately arrest everybody associated with you right rodney jenkins first of all you need to clean up your hard drive if you're going to be taking sasha on a date come on or she may consider joining the beta at a chapter uh beta eta chapter of alpha phi alpha kappa oh aks what mm-hmm. an african-american sorority michelle obama is offered an honorary membership of aka in 2008 uh, however there's a chance sasha may decide to forego the greek system and follow her mother's footsteps as she never joined the sorority during her time in college at princeton uh axo and aka have yet to reply to the dailymail.com's comment uh, request for comment as for her sister it's not clear if malia ever pledged at harvard sasha was spotted on campus attending freshman orientation over the summer was spotted again last week escorted by secret service agents i was walking by pushing a vacuum and she walked out right in front of me third year student zach lassen said i said excuse me it was a crowded hallway with her and some secret service dudes because mm-hmm, I'm, uh, yeah, her. If she decides to pledge, it ain't gonna be no normal pledge. Because guess what, Secret Service is gonna be with y'all through the whole thing, and they're gonna be like, "You touch that bitch, we gonna pull out, we gonna cap all you bitches." Another student saw Sasha near the undergraduate library. The Obamas have not announced Sasha's college plans, and the University of Michigan spokesperson, uh, Rick Fitzgerald, also declined to comment that she was a student there to the Detroit News. So, all right, well, good luck. Mm-hmm. you know to all the sororities and fraternities apparently that's the most important thing about going to college uh <laughs> but then, yeah rush week is huge particularly at white universities right uh all right let me see what else we got here for white people news and uh maybe i'll try to squeeze in some guest to race as well um let's see uh woody allen defends his record i've done everything the me too movement would love to achieve what (laughs) good to be white uh director also predicted a rainy day in new york may still get released in you in the the united states just days after scarlett johansson made headlines defending him the director spoke out about the backlash he faced recently and said he still believes he should be the poster boy for the me too movement due to his track record of working with actresses i've worked with hundreds of actresses and not one of them has ever complained about me not a single complaint i've worked with uh, employed women in the top capacity in every capacity for years and we've always paid them exactly equal the equal of men he said in an interview with france 24 i've done everything that the me too movement would love to achieve his late yeah i mean you know i gotta give him credit he's right you never hear any scandals from uh woody allen said women never complain about being treated wrong women 
to to this day a lot of women actually still work with him because he's a person that pays fairly and treats women like like stars not like you know pieces of meat he hires older women to play in some of the roles and stuff like that sometimes i mean yeah i i I mean that's a great point if you just you know ignore that whole other thing they're not related to him either yeah if you just ignore that yeah the elephant in the room i mean shit yeah he's great you know it's like if harvey weinstein's like i'm really good for the studio except for them meetings with them women's if you just ignore that shit uh his latest film rainy day in new york is set to open in duville film festival in france on friday allen will not be attending the premiere and none of the actors are set to walk the red carpet while the film has been shelled by amazon in the u.s it is being released across europe it's so interesting how that works right he can still get to film it's his stuff amazon probably bankrolled it if they're if they're shelving it in the u.s that probably means they financed it um so he gets to still live his dream it's just no longer universally loved and it's and it's hot on the street right now so they're gonna wait to release the shit probably but yeah it's crazy what like and 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 give and give it some time it'll slowly release in the united states they just won't say nothing like the only suffering he's experienced is the suffering of the fact that the people uh that dylan farrell and ronald farrell get a voice that his old family is like nah this dude's a piece of shit anyway after renewed focus on charges by his adopted daughter dylan farrell that the director molested her when she was seven several of the stars from the film including timothy chalamet and rebecca hall expressed regret in working on the film and donated their salaries to anti-abuse charities now that's the thing i don't get why do they continue to work with him knowing how hot it is on the streets because he pays like you're now doing it for free you just turned around and gave your whole salary away you did that work for nothing now why like and it's not a surprise you didn't these allegations are old as fuck they they keep coming back up what were you hoping for you know the shit ain't gonna get get nominated for oscars and shit because it's too hot on the streets not this one but some of this other shit does oh so maybe that gambling like i'll be the film after yeah, they be, get mad be, because they're not trying to find it because he still works so it's a lot of shit he puts out that goes up underneath the radar i'm not trying to be funny that people don't even realize it's out and nobody knows it and we we get we get them screeners and then all of a sudden woody allen and roman polanski people are like the fuck i didn't even know the who who her who's heard this movie so they still so they was hoping this is one of them movies that went up underneath the radar and it happened not to be because yeah. it's almost like a hit or miss because he put out he still puts out shit so you don't never know which movie gonna gonna roll up and hit the radar and you end up getting nominated and all this shit based off of this movie so they were banking that they would it, this would be one of the movies and this one happened not to be that's that's why i like you know i really do think it's it's a draw and, they, yeah. and i think they were willing to take the chance they were they already came to a conclusion if this is the movie to get called out i'll take the l for this one right like because what maybe it doesn't get caught maybe this right. is the year that everybody goes all right we're back to because you know what you're right they've been dealing with he's been dealing with the accusations of uh pedophilia or whatever you want to call it and incest for for a long time now so you know technically he he like 
there's been people working with him all along that have mm-hmm. avoided the like they've gotten shit nominations for oscars and shit mm-hmm. so i can see people being like it's almost too tempting not to at least try to make a film with him correct and just hope that this is the year it goes back to normal where y'all just let it go uh florida man dressed as fled as fred flintstone stopped by a deputy Halloween may be over, but someone may have forgotten to tell a Florida man who was stopped for speeding in a Fred Flintstone car. Oh, he just he just missing the brontosaurus ribs on the top. He guys, the car doesn't have doors. He took the doors off. He got plastic paneling that resembles wood, and he like he's the only thing he's not doing is paneling the car with his feet. Mm, that's it. I- he got it on the fred flintstone costume y'all mm-hmm. the, even the officer took the picture like you get a load of this shit uh you got nerve to speed knowing that you in the mo- one of the most unique vehicles flying down the road right they pulled him over for speed and he was dressed up in a beloved cartoon character that had it had fitted his car to look like the foot power vehicle a very special thank you to mr and mrs don and trina schwartz for being such great sports yabba dabba do the short sheriff's officer in the facebook post <laughs> yeah but i would do this ticket this is so ridiculous but it's so good mm-hmm. white people oh god man i wish we had the kind of luxury and freedom to be able to express ourselves this way what but we ain't giving them no reason to pull us over and you was feeding in that shit we we scared to drive just with the car that looked like that some nigger done would not dare some niggers carjack flair friends don't get the guns out <laughs> not there. you got half of us uh, uh 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 paying taxes and and shit in advance we pay our shit in it i don't want not a damn thing to expire this is why white people knew so good and refreshing because they get that privilege we would have got pulled over they've been like uh sir do you live around this part these uh this bedrock do you live around here sir because if not i'm gonna need to i'm gonna need to see some id uh all right let's see let's do some guess the race next um yeah let's do guess the race all right let me find a song and boom i meant now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time that's right it's time for guess the race the number one game show go all across the globe we find different articles um that have crimes and shit in them and then we make you the audience guess the race and karen plays along and of course everyone playing is a racist all right let's see who we got up first um here we go a florida teen steals her parents debit card pays fourteen hundred dollars of their own money to have them killed oh white wow out of the box huh Karen? yeah because she'd be dead if she was black they'd be like the, the, the bitch what do you want me to read the rest of the story i mean you can a florida teen is behind bars after police say she withdrew cash from her parents debit card then used the money to buy drugs and pay someone to kill them according to the lake county sheriff's office 17 year old umatilla umatilla high school student Alyssa michelle hatcher 
is facing two counts of criminal solicitation of murder and one count of theft click orlando reports friend told a school resource officer at tavares high school that the student paid a lot of money to find someone willing to kill her parents lake county sheriff's office detective david causey spoke to hatcher's friend on september 9th who revealed the suspect asked two different people to kill her parents after withdrawing the money from their bank account on two different occasions the suspect is accused of spending a hundred dollars of the cash to buy cocaine damn cocaine the suspect's mother told police she noticed her debit card was missing and then later found a piece of paper with the bank information written down inside her daughter's bedroom after allegedly taking the money hatcher reportedly gave 400 dollars to a friend to find someone to kill her parents but the plan failed when the friend backed out and told authorities she tried again wait the friend told authorities and it and then she did it again what what since the act was never carried out she gave a, the other 900 to a teenagers they stupid but go ahead she did what she gave the uh yes it was white okay guys it was white i can't i can't even go any further because it says she gave the other 900 to a black male to kill her parents this is just this this, this, <laughs> this is like it's, it's so white it, we stopped playing against the race it's, and now it's fucking with black people you racist bitch you racist coke smoking bitch you motherfucker Oh. <laughs> what kind of shit is that a hundred you know blacks love to kill people for no reason i heard him give yeah. him some money you Fuck know here. not time funny you know how protective niggas are over their bank codes a when a parent find out their credit their uh card missing shit it's just me and you and i'll be like what the fuck my card at if i misplace it yeah so the first thing you're gonna be like where's your money at and you know niggas check their bank account because we ain't got a lot of money to work with anyway the fuck you okay that one was a free square on bingo okay everybody gets that one yeah they do that wouldn't have been yeah Mm -mm. two florida nitwits are jailed on felony charges after they allegedly threatened a mcdonald's drive-thru worker with guns because their hamburgers were cold what according to an arrest report jawan davis and jordan dunn two of them earlier early yesterday brandished two pistols in a threatening manner well, at the drive through window of a McDonald's in Palm Coast, a city 30 miles north of Daytona Beach. The men, both of whom are 20, became upset when a McDonald's worker brought out grub that was not warm enough for their liking. The men told employees that they wanted their food, which included five burgers, remade. According to police, one of the men explained that I don't play about my food. This point was allegedly emphasized when Davidson Dunn pulled out two pistols in a threatening manner for employee Tyrone Walker to see. They said, heat this up, because if not, we're going to heat y'all up. Mm-hmm. And I know Tyrone took his ass in there, locked the door, and said, bitch, call the police. Mm-hmm. They, uh, they, they wanted to smoke. They should have went to Burger King, home Come of on. the Whopper. Mm-hmm. The worker who agreed to pro- provide Davidson Dunn with a fresh food called nine one one while the pair sat in their Ford Fusion, waiting for the hot burgers. Yeah, goddamn right, I'd have called nine one one too. When the cops arrived around four a.m., Davidson Dunn were arrested at gunpoint by the sheriff's deputies who surrounded the pair's vehicle while acknowledging they were upset about the cold food. Dunn and Davis claimed they were only joking around when they displayed the weapons to the McDonald's worker. Dunn reportedly told police that Davis got mad about the burgers and grabbed the Springfield handgun and began waving it around towards the drive-through window uh dunn said uh davis waved the firearm above the driver's side window so it could be seen 
uh dunn who was in the front passenger seat added that he pulled out his bb gun approximately two times and kept it but kept it down by his lap davis the the cops reported told him told them he pulled the black gun out from under the driver's seat and began waving the gun around a search of the car turned up a stolen handgun a bb gun and some marijuana of course for which dunn claimed ownership dunn called told the cops i ain't no bad person as he was being placed in the rear of a police cruiser truer words have never been spoken but if you would have smoked that weed you might not have wanted to pull out that heat come on you'd have been more patient they'd have cooked it they'd have cooked it for you they were arrested for aggravated assault with a deadly weapon and other assorted felony and misdemeanor charges and booked in the county jail davis is being held in lieu of thirteen thousand dollars bond while dunn will need to post ten thousand five hundred dollars to secure his release karen guess the race of jawan davis and jordan dunn black all right let's check the chat room and see what they believe uh they were upset that the burgers were colder than their sprite (laughs) gun cocked to the side not with wait not nitwits equal niggas in the back cold black all right burnt burgers brothers black black don't be alarmed they're negroes black i said a double burger with cheese (laughs) yes for the society black Jawan and Tyrone should have just went in half on a pack of some ramen, niggas. <laughs> Let me check to see if this nigga used my name. Black, private school black, black, pair of porch monkeys, and it's impossible that they were not black. Yeah, they should have went to Burger King and got that impossible burger. Ha <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, everyone said the same thing, and you got it right. man see this is shit i talked about man with them popeyes workers man i've worked fast food man i've i was threatened uh dude threatened to kill me one time over a salad at wendy's like it is not that fucking important i'm like dog i'm in college i'm about to die for fucking six dollars and 75 cents an hour and i'm working closing shift when i told these motherfuckers i had to go to school in the morning like right and y'all could have just took y'all asses home and heated it up at the house i was scared as hell closing that night because when you close you leave at like three Two, four five in the, the morning. morning yes you do you know and you walk into your car by yourself maybe with a manager or something hoping nobody show up to rob the joint like it's too much pressure over some damn wendy's um let's see uh so karen got one and the, give me one free um here's one a florida woman gets prison for 1.6 million dollar family curse scam a south florida woman who claimed to be a psychic fortune teller has been sentenced to three years and four months in prison for taking 1.6 million dollars from a texas woman who removed a curse from her family what oh to remove a curse from her family say your family curse you want me to remove it that's gonna be 1.6 fam court records show that 28 year old sherry tina unowich was sentenced last week in miami she previously uh she previously had pled guilty to wire fraud she must also pay restitution investigators say unowich met the victim in houston texas in 2007 unowich gained the woman's trust and convinced her that a curse had been placed upon her and her family unowich claimed she needed large sums of money for crystals and candles to perform meditations that would lift the curse the scheme ended in 2014 when unowich admitted to the victim there had been no curse 
now why does she do that because it sounds like you could get away with it as long as you pretend to believe it right mm-hmm. i'll just be walking around like, yeah you definitely cursed and i'm gonna need uh need that second payment uh this week or else the ghost gonna get you uh anyway karen guess the race of uh sherry tina unowich white karen says white let's check the chat room see what they believe uh <laughs> white call me now white <laughs> witchy white uno uno witch some shit only a white person can be named white cuban Santiera, white latinx y'all trying to get both miss cleo came back from the dead under a different alias call me now black white wiccan white african booty scratcher hippie white the correct answer is and uh i think just about everybody got it she was white that would be hilarious if she did talking that jamaica accent though right some of y'all missed it someone done put a root upon you or some shit and everybody be like what the man what's wrong why are you talking like that yeah, you are a white woman 1.6 million mm-hmm. definitely white did you look under the bed uh <laughs> recipes miss cleo them commercials was so bad yes they were and they were fucking everywhere at the time i don't even think she was jamaican mm-hmm. I, I know she didn't get no money from that line i know they ripped her ass off <laughs> No, they did. Um, all right, guys, let's go to the bonus round. Karen, right now is uh, basically three for three. Double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. That's right. Double the points, double the race in the bonus round against the race. So far, Karen is three for three. But can she finish? a very very rare four for four i'm gonna try let's see <clears throat> a burglar apparently loves that chicken from popeyes <laughs> a man accused of pilfering poultry and cash from a popeyes in port st Lucie has police crime file oh shit oh this one of them sassy police articles uh the case began around 11:25 a.m september 2nd at a popeyes uh st port st lucy boulevard according to the information from port st lucy police the alleged burglar strutted in and went to the cash register area where he placed a chair under the surveillance camera and spray painted the camera lens oh he was about that life <laughs> this is a goddamn chicken heist fucking popeye's 11 <laughs> it, it could be said the thief didn't wing it papa papa bill deal how about what deal? meal deal oh. you know how you get the meal deal with the fixings and the size and the drinks mm-hmm. it could be said that the thief didn't wing it because the forethought what well, he had the forethought to bring the paint he evidently wanted to uh okay this is too sassy I, this, it doesn't make sense okay he absconded with cash multiple cases of chicken bags of chicken batter and a tray of chicken oh shit what's he gonna cook it at the house now see this is what i think this is an enterprising thief this is a heist of a century what i think he said was listen i'm going to steal the batter i get my own chicken breast now i'm mr popeyes okay okay now i'm moving i'll call me heisenberg okay 
i'm moving wait i'm about to make this shit at the house i'm about to have the littest uh i'm about to go breaking bad on these motherfuckers okay breaking bird i'm going breaking birds on these motherfuckers it wasn't immediately clear how long the man had free range or reign over the place nor was it known where he ranks in the pecking order of thieves wow wow i thought our puns were bad right the chickens have really come home to roost in this uh uh anyway uh the burglary the burglar probably didn't get a chicken sandwich which debuted august 12th at the cost of 399 that's because of course the chicken sandwich is out of stock now they sold out um so yeah um guess the race of the chicken burglar the chicken bandit black karen's going black let's check the chat room see what you guys believe um no more chicken sandwiches negro black they're popeyes i'm pop flies black <laughs> they got they got any i got i, I got ernie <laughs> uh, she was uh he was gone sell chicken and fish plates at the church like a real nigga come on black black white question mark says Corey. prepping for his cookout at the house of pop oh, popeyes don black black niggas 11 heist the correct answer is he was black <laughs> Corey went white he questioned it too Corey questioned it white now if it was KFC I'd have said white I only know he's black though because he came so prepared he had a hoodie over his face and everything uh but he got some slides on and you can also see his hand is black come on slides with socks we the only people to do that (laughs) he got some slides with socks so he had no intentions on running away he's like y'all gonna catch me on 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 number 18 heading home oh man this motherfucker did a chicken ice come on y'all was gonna have to catch him on his bus route <laughs> he was like nope i'm gonna walk out this bitch he cased the joint he walked out with a limp then he started walking straight like verbal kent and shit i'm kaiser so say all um, right y'all let's go to the last thing sword ratchetness <laughs> A 40-year-old Gino Gaming, Ginu Gaming, First Nation man is facing charges after a Longlock resident was assaulted with a sword. Police received a 911 call September 3rd, about 10:50 at night, reporting a man approaching a residence on in Longlock carrying a sword. Uh, police said the accused assaulted a person in the residence with the weapon and threatened other occupants before fleeing on foot the victim suffered non-life-threatening injuries officers were able to identify the accused and locate him a short time later he he arrested and i guess he was arrested and taken to the greenstone opp detachment where police found he was in possession of several edged weapons and methamphetamine oh shit the accused had uh is facing several charges including robbery with violence 
possession of a weapon for a dangerous purpose and drug possession he appeared in court on september 4th and was remanded into custody and i when they say robbery with violence i don't think they're talking about the uh internet woke version of violence Mm -mm. i don't think he was taking up space i think he was taking up blades all right ah careful out here with these motherfuckers and these swords y'all i'll do one more a man stabbed with a sword on detroit's east side Mm -mm -mm. the home of miss smart a man is recovering after being stabbed with a sword on Detroit's east side. It happened Wednesday during the dispute with a woman inside her apartment. Oh, the woman stabbed him? So she, she, she's like, I don't play that shit, okay? I'm from 8 Mile, stab. Uh, both the man and the woman are in their 50s. Oh, she was tired of that shit. Cut bone. Police say the woman stabbed the man after he attacked her. He's in serious condition. Mm-hmm. So that's the last woman he'll attack. He's gonna be in critical condition. He come his ass back over there too. You know he is. I cut your little ass up. All right, child. That's it for uh this week's uh blackout tips. We'll see premium people tomorrow for Balls Esports, and uh we'll see uh everybody else Saturday morning for the uh, feedback. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, figuring out what i'm gonna do about the nerd off if we're gonna either do it this friday or just go ahead and wait that extra week and do it the next friday mm-hmm. which is i'm thinking might be the plan because karen gets her hair done on fridays now so there's like you know don't want to don't want to have to miss a hair appointment guys uh so all right we'll see you guys uh later until next time oh wait and don't forget the 26th of september which is a thursday we're gonna be at 8.2.0 pizzeria and bar from 6 to 8 p.m with uh thrive talks talking about podcasting on the podcasting panel mm-hmm. charlotte north carolina so if you guys want to come out and see us we'd love to see you there we would. uh if if not that's cool too but you know we'll come out chop it up take selfies and all that stuff all right y'all until next time i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.